Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan, and in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And as I bring you the stories of these amazing women, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less, it makes you more. I would, I could, I should, but if, maybe when, oh man, I'm sorry. A handful of words that I am going to start to phase out of my regular vocabulary. We'll see how it goes. I've been playing around a little bit with it so far and I don't know, good and bad. Not necessarily good and bad, but a little bit more challenging than I thought it might be. But these words have have begun to kind of flag when I say them. Like I I notice myself saying them a little bit more. And when I'm noticing them, it's it's me starting to think about why I'm using them and how they make me feel and what what energy that's putting out. And should is the first one that we're gonna start with. I actually listened to um, some lovely, lovely ladies, Mooch and Mel, talk about this a couple months ago, and it really struck a chord with me. And after they did, I started to pay attention a little bit more to how and when I was using the word should. And think about how you use it. I mean, think about it. Like, oh man, I really, I really should clean up the way that I eat. Hmm. I really shouldn't have eaten that. I really should have gone out to dinner with my friends last night. I really should blah blah blah. Doesn't it doesn't it really make you feel icky just listening to that? It it makes me not really feel great. Like it automatically is putting out this negative this negative vibe out in the universe. Like you should automatically tax guilt on to for me anyway I don't know maybe not for you guys but think of the ways that you use that word and yeah I mean there are things that we should do we have to do not just should like life happens there are things that we have to take care of and that we have to do but in the way that they talked about it it was in a way of spinning it of instead of using should to draw out negative why aren't we adding it into a positive? And I've talked a lot about tackling life with gratitude and how we draw in the energy that we put out and especially on ourselves. So if I'm coming across as always placing a negative on myself by using the word should that's attached with guilt or blame, that's drawing more of that energy into me. That's placing that seed in my brain, in my subconscious, that that is a negative behavior. That's, that's, it's something that I'm having to do and something that I'm, instead of something that I'm getting or wanting to do. And so for the things that we should do, they recommended first that you look at what is it? 
You know, is it an obligation that you enjoy doing or that you're wanting to do or that's going to better you? And if that is the case, instead of using the word should, why don't we flip it? Why don't we start to use the word I get to or I'm grateful that I am able to instead of that negative mind space with it? If it's coming from a place of something that you don't want to do, maybe we shouldn't be doing it. And there are you should again, right? Like I snuck it in there. Like we sneak it in and we don't even realize. But it's flagging to me now that I'm more mindful of it. And I want you just to pay attention. In the next couple of days, like are these words that you're using is should in your vocabulary vocabulary regularly? And if so, why? And in what context? Along the same lines, you know, it's those ifs, buts, when. When, ooh, when, another one that kind of annoys me. I'll be happy when. I'll feel better when. I'll do this when. When what? And why aren't you doing it now? Why are we waiting? Why are we waiting for this perfect scenario? Why are we waiting for this field and butterflies and sunshine and rainbows? Do it. Do it because when never comes. We never get to when. It's just doing. And the longer that we push that off and wait for this magical result for happen to happen or this magical opportunity to happen, it's not going to. Sometimes you just have to pony up, take the bull by the reins or horns or I don't know, obviously I don't know this lingo, but just do it. Do it. And When is one that I used a lot of, you know, I will love my body when I weigh X amount. I will feel confident in a swimsuit when. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And so waiting for that, you're never going to get to the result that you're wanting to. It's just not. And the same with if and but. When you say that, that if or that but in there, it's, it's already kind of downflecting that into a negative, right? Like, nah, but if, mm, I would love to, but like you're already setting yourself up. I don't know exactly how we're going to change our language and become mystically perfect in that, but it's just paying attention. Our words hold so much power. So much more power than we know. So much more power than we ever give credit to. And they impact us in a way that we don't even realize 90% of the time. Or impact the people that we are speaking to in a way that we may never know. And the last phrase, I guess it's not necessarily a word because it's two or a hyphenated word in another, is I'm sorry. And this was something that I, Marissa Lace actually talked about this on an Instagram post. How she is stopping using the phrase, I'm sorry. And it caught my attention when I read it. And this was several months ago. I mean, this was probably in October or September. And it has resonated with me every single time that I use this phrase 
it comes back to me. And in the post, she explained that she is not not apologetic. She's not not saying that, you know, there are things that she needs to apologize for or to be aware of. But how often do we misuse I'm sorry? Like you bump into somebody, oh, I'm sorry. And maybe it's like the Midwest nice in me to, I don't know, maybe that goes into it. But I'm constantly apologizing for things. 90% of which I don't really need to apologize for. But, and then I'm giving that power to somebody else. Like I'm allowing them to to look at me differently or to, to take that from me. And so what she recommended and what I'm trying to do and kind of weave into my life a little bit more is instead of coming at somebody with an I'm sorry, you come at them with a thank you. If, if you run into somebody, you know, you bump into somebody if you're opening the door, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, you say, wow, thank you for holding that door open for me. Thank you for allowing me to go first. A thank you instead of an I'm sorry. If somebody is aggravated with you because of the way that, you know, you were late or you were acting or whatever, say, wow, thank you for being very patient with me. I really appreciate that. And it makes them feel good because they're getting complimented. And you're still saying, like, I realize that my behavior, my actions might not have been the best, but I'm going to meet you with love and gratitude and give that to you. And in the same way that we talked about using the word should and that gratitude, I'm going to draw in more of the energy that I want. I'm not going to put that negative connotation out into the universe. I'm going to put it on a positive way to pull more of that in. Again, our words hold power. And if we are using the words in a way that is not moving you forward, that is not gaining you power, we're using the words in a way that is depleting your power. And what do you want? I want to hold my power. I don't want to give it to other people. I don't want to give it to shame and blame and guilt. I want it. I want to own it. I want to use it in a way that is going to propel me forward and not hold me back. Just think about, think about the words that you're using. Think about the power that you're giving. How do you want to use it? And what words are you going to stop using? Let me know. I want to know what other words should I add to my list? Send me a message. Hit me up on Instagram. Find it wherever, but tell me. What are the words that you are not going to use in 2019?